In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Faithful, The most astounding of any defeat is to be defeated with one's own weapon. It's the ultimate scenario in hand-to-hand combat, when the victor employs the adversary's own arm against him. This is exactly what happened to the devil. All the artifices he used to conquer and enslave man, God took back in order to reconquer mankind. How did the devil first deceive us? He disguised himself as a serpent in the Garden of Eden and tempted our first mother Eve from a tree, ironically called the Tree of Life, but that brought us death. When Eve, at the instigation of the serpent, disobeyed God's command to not eat of that tree. But God, who is infinitely wiser than this wily and vile serpent, took these signs of our perdition the serpent and the tree, and transformed them into signs of our redemption. In the fullness of time, he sent his only Son, Christ Jesus, who was to defeat the evil one from the sacred tree of the cross. In the most incredible twist of fate, at the very moment that Satan estimated to have achieved his victory, by crucifying the Savior of the world to a tree, he had just set himself up for complete ruin because of this cross, where the price of salvation was paid. We can imagine that when a great storm and earthquake shook all Mount Calvary and the temple at the moment of Christ's death, as all of creation paid homage to Christ's divinity, that Satan too must have shaken and screamed from the depths of hell when he saw just how foolish he had been to incite the Jews and Romans to crucify the Lord of glory. The father of lies, if he had previously deceived us, now saw that he above all fooled himself. He may have assumed the form of a serpent in the Garden of Eden in order to arouse the pride man, because the serpent was more subtle than any of the beasts of the earth which the Lord God had made. But now our Lord Jesus Christ, appearing in the form of man, as St. Paul proclaims today, humbled himself, becoming obedient unto death, even to death on a cross, and so in the most mysterious way crushed the ancient serpent and brought us back life from the tree of death. How wise is our Lord? The mystery of our redemption is truly and will always be a great mystery. Our Lord was so wise in the means that he chose to save us, that even the learned Jews did not comprehend how it could be, even when our Lord told them in plain terms as in the Gospel today. Now is the judgment of the world. Now will the prince of the world be cast out. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all things to myself. He said this signifying by what death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that Christ abides forever. And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? 
who is this son of man? If the Jews didn't see it coming, much less did the devil get it. If only they would have called to mind the brazen serpent in the Old Testament that Moses raised up long ago in the wilderness, upon which the Israelites had but to look to be healed of their poisonous snake bites. Maybe they would have realized then that Jesus is indeed the Son of Man, infinitely more full of power and wisdom than any serpent of the earth, of whom the brazen serpent was but a foreshadowing, who is so wise as to deign to take all our sins upon himself, become sin for us, as said St. Paul, in order to save us from our sins. Yes, dear faithful, God took back the sign of our perdition from the evil one, through the tree of the cross, upon which was raised the true Savior of the world. In the night prayer of the church for today, we sing in the hymn, Sing my tongue the glorious battle, sing the last of the dead afraid. O'er the cross, the victor's trophy, sound the high triumphal lay. Tell how Christ, the world's Redeemer, as a victim, won the day. Yes, this glorious cross of our Lord is truly our Christian trophy in the truest sense of the term. Traditionally, a trophy, derived from the Greek tropeion, refers to arms or standards or weapons captured from the enemy in battle. These war trophies were then kept as a souvenir to commemorate the military victories of the state or an army or an individual combatant, and were usually later incorporated into monuments. Well, in the glorious combat and battle between our Lord and Satan on the cross, our Lord takes back the sign of the tree from the devil and carries it away as his trophy. And that's why the cross is our greatest monument of our holy religion, born from the blood of Christ. The monument that is planted everywhere Christianity sets foot. And today in particular, we celebrate on this feast day the return and exaltation of this trophy. Today we commemorate the glorious day in the year 629, when the cross was taken back by the Christians after it had been 14 years in the power of the pagan Persians. And when the emperor Heraclius came to Jerusalem and bore the cross with solemn pomp unto the mount to which our blessed Savior had borne it. It was a glorious and miraculous event. The emperor certainly had good reason to treat the Holy Cross with the greatest pomp, and thought to adorn himself also accordingly for the occasion. But God had other plans. On this day, he wished the emperor not only to remember the Battle of Calvary, but to reenact it. As we read in the lessons of the night prayer for today, Heraclius, who was adorned with gold and jewels, was forcibly and miraculously stopped at the gateway which leadeth unto Mount Calvary. And the harder he strove to press forward, the harder he seemed to be held back, whereat both himself and all that stood by were amazed. Then spoke Zacharias, patriarch of Jerusalem, saying, 
See, O emperor, that it not be that in carrying the cross, attired in the guise of a conqueror, thou showest too little of the poverty and lowliness of Christ Jesus. Then Heraclius cast away his princely raiment, and took off his shoes from his feet, and, and in the garb of a countryman, easily finished his journey, and set up the cross once more in the same place, upon Calvary, whence the Persians had carried it away. That the cross had been put by Heraclius in the same place wherein it had first been placed by the Savior, caused the yearly feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross to become the more famous thenceforward. End of quote. So you see how today we celebrate this glorious reenactment of the Passion of Christ. When an emperor himself imitated the humility of our Lord and took the, fr the form of a servant to carry the cross. Let us strive to follow suit. May every priest of the church also assume the same attitude as Heraclius every time he dons the chasuble upon which is sewn the sign of the cross in order to proceed always with greater humility to the sacred mysteries of the altar where the august sacrifice is represented every day. And may you, dear faithful, assume a similar attitude of profound gratitude and humility in your heart every time you assist at Holy Mass. Remembering that your very head is marked with the sign of the cross, first at baptism and then at confirmation. Renew your good resolution today to make a perfect sign of the cross every time, always with reverence and with awe. Be encouraged to have a crucifix in every major room of your home. Place a crucifix near your loved ones who are ill or dying. Always look at the cross when you are suffering or when you are tempted, and make frequently the sign of the cross. Exalt the cross, never hesitate to make the sign of the cross piously, even in public, in order to edify your neighbor. Gladly take part in religious processions headed by the crucifix. Frequently kiss with reverence the feet of our Lord on the cross. How glorious is this tree! As we explain in the Alleluia verse today, Sweet the wood, sweet the nails, sweet the load that hangs on you. To bear up the King and Lord of Heaven, you alone were worthy. This wood is sacred, not only because it bore our Lord, but also because the stain of his very precious blood has become its sap, making it the true tree of life that gives us life everlasting. Always prize this our trophy, our Christian trophy. And in your battle for your soul, always fight with the cross and win through the cross. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.